Steps Saturday Morning Outdoors, featuring Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. The greatest place to learn about going into the outdoors. One of the best, Kent Brown, showed us how to get it done. California Sportsman with Sepp Hendrickson. I listen to you every week. Just love your show. Always an inspiration. Always makes me want to go out and go fishing. It's three hours of the best in outdoor entertainment. Informative. It's informative. I learned a lot of stuff. They're entertaining and they're real informative. Seth Saturday Morning Outdoors. And it starts now. Now. It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro Kent Brown. Hey guys, how can it be February the 12th? Alright, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a couple of things at you bass fishermen. It's 70, gonna be like 75 degrees in the valley today. And everyone is thinking about, man, they ought to start biting at Clear Lake. They ought to start biting at the Delta. They ought to... Monday's Valentine's Day, okay? Just so you know. Because I know a lot of you are only thinking about, you know, this warm weather. Oh, man, all those tournaments coming up at uh, at Clear Lake and Shasta and the Delta and all that fun stuff. Oh, yeah, I just, just, I did a public service announcement to start the show off Monday, Valentine's Day. Don't want to see... Any of you, I don't know why, you know, with bass fishing being so popular with a lot of the married folk, I don't know why we don't have a divorce attorney as an advertiser on this show. He would be very, very busy, wouldn't he? All right, I'm just kidding. Not that we haven't seen that happen, but uh, no, don't forget Valentine's Day on Monday. I uh, I just messed Sep up. He didn't even know, and he's driving in. So, oh man, so much going on. Yeah, the weather. Uh, really torn, aren't we? You know, it's, uh, the trees are blooming a little bit. The water's warming up. The fish are starting to bite and we need more rain. Uh, so we're really torn, man. Do we need that? You know, gosh, this is kind of fun. Uh, the bites starting early and everybody's, uh, definitely in, uh, in fishing mode. Everybody's ready to, uh, get up, man, that long list of tournaments in the horizon on Clear Lake we'll be talking about. So, so much, uh, so much going on. Some big fish being caught. Uh, this week as well. We're going to be talking about that and, uh, the Arizona Open. One bass, Joey Uribe Jr., no surprise there, uh, did finally get, um, a one bass Arizona Open to go with this, uh, long array of, uh, other Lake Havasu trophies. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe, not even practicing, I guess, just, uh, kind of rolled into the tournament, uh, 4104, had a great event, and then Jordan Cullum, uh, in second. Jordan held on to it right up till, yeah, Joe was the last one to weigh in. I think Billy arranged it that way. Uh, 3297. Joey Rebay Sr. Uh, yeah, Joe's dad finished it up in third. David Valdivia, uh, former MLF Angler of the Year with the Toyota Series. Uh, Sean Coffey in fifth. Todd Woods in sixth. T Woods having another great tournament. A former, uh, AZ Open champ. So it was great to see that. Uh, Brian Kuhn in seventh. Micah Jones in eighth. Todd Klein. Uh, man, he, he never ceases to amaze me either. What a great fisherman in ninth. Uh, Max Hernandez rounded out the top 10, um, at a, at a shortened Arizona open. They lost day two, uh, due to high winds over there, forecasted high winds at, uh, at Lake Havasu. So they did, uh, they did lose, um, day two over there, but they had, uh, uh, what they had, they had a hundred, about 121, 122 boats down a little bit, uh, from the past couple of years for the Arizona open. Hopefully, 
Uh, hopefully that will pick up with uh, with Mojave. They have the Laughlin Open coming up, uh, Lake Mojave, uh, March 23rd through the 25th, and then they're going to be here April 13th through the 15th at Clear Lake for the California Open, and uh, and then once again, obviously <clears throat> the uh, their Granddaddy Tournament, uh, October 10th to 12th, the U.S. Open. So uh, great. Uh, uh, great tournament there, and, and uh, congratulations to Little Joe. And we're going to be talking to uh, to Jordan Cullum, get to hang out with Jordan a little bit um, this morning as well. So he's going to check in with us, the runner up uh, over there at uh, at Lake Havasu. So that was uh, that was a that was a good one, man. Did you guys follow along the Bass Pro Tour Major League Fishing this week? Gosh, was it fun to watch uh, a lot of the footage. Luckily, we had a couple of office days there, and and. And there's a reason that you have two screens on your computer. One is to watch Major League Fishing on. Uh, man, it was, uh, it was pretty cool to watch Bradley Roy, uh, knocking down his first, uh, Major League Fishing, uh, win. And, uh, Bradley, uh, had a phenomenal tournament. It was, uh, was a really cool event to watch. But, uh, I think the thing that was, uh, the most fun to watch, uh, had to be Randy Howell, man. I mean, uh, Randy, uh, in the, uh, in the knockout round catches his personal best all time biggest bass. And, uh, it was a 10, 11. So, you know, catch a, catch a 10 pounder. It breaks the major league fishing bass pro to a record. Um, and, uh, and pretty cool. And, and then if you saw the footage, if you haven't seen the footage, you got to see it in the championship round. Um, man, they break to Randy. And the first thing he says is it's another 10 pounder. And, uh, he fights this giant fish to the boat, gets her in the boat. Uh, and it is 1214, breaking his major league fishing one day old record, uh, and just raising the bar a little bit higher. But, uh, 1214 for Randy Howe. How cool was that? So, uh, uh, Randy finishing up in six, but it was, uh, it was really fun to watch. Uh, a lot of big fish in Louisiana. They fished three different places, uh, Lake Darbonne, uh, Caney Creek, and, uh, and then we're, uh, and then they also went to, uh, Bussy Break, and that was the, uh, where they, uh, where they fished the final day, just a big flooded, uh, you know, bushes and trees and tear things up and scratch things. And it was pretty cool. Uh, Alton Jones, uh, had another great tournament too. Uh, Alton, uh, a qualifier in the knockout round in the last, uh, 45 seconds knocks our buddy Edwin Evers out. Uh, but Alton finishes up in second. Jay Lee, Jordan Lee in third. Brian Thrift in fourth. Jeff Sprague in fifth. Randy Howell did finish up in six. MDJ, Mark Daniels Jr., he won his qualifying round and uh, advanced straight to the championship uh, in seventh. Jacob Wheeler in eighth. Shin Fukai in ninth. Uh, and another guy who won the uh, his qualifying round uh, but had a really tough championship round did not score a bass, uh, our buddy Jared Lintner. So uh, pretty cool uh, Pretty cool top ten there. And uh, a lot of the guys making it into, into the knockout round. Um, you know that we like to follow, so that was uh, that was kind of a uh, kind of a cool one to uh, keep an eye on. Edwin just missing it. Uh, Mark Davis, David Dudley, Van Dam, uh, all those guys having a, a really good tournament. Cody Meyer having a pretty good event back there, making it uh, in. Roy Hawk making it into uh, as well into the uh, knockout round, and that's a ten thousand dollar check. So uh, that's uh, that's kind of the important part. So and then uh, gosh, then we jump over. There's so much going on right now, and everybody's. Uh, Everybody's kicking off. Everybody's fishing. Uh, Bassmaster, they're getting ready for the, uh, the Bassmaster Classic, but, uh, the very first, um, Elite Series tournament of the year in St. John's River, Florida. And, uh, that one's been kind of fun to watch. Missile Man, John Cruz is, uh, in the, in the lead for Missile Baits. John, uh, backing it up, man. Uh, 28 and 17. 
Uh, he's got a got a big lead. Um, oh gosh, these they always do. Maya Sayuki Matsushida, I believe, uh, in second. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't. I'm sorry, I, I missed that one. Stetson Blaylock in third. Patrick Walters, uh, Robert Downey, David Mullins, BP Brandon Palinick in the top ten. Austin Felix, Bill Lowen, Chris Johnston from uh, Canada. Uh, you know those dang Canadians. But the cool part is a couple of our uh, West Coast guys, Jay Ellis, uh, sitting up in uh, in. 21st right now, Chris Zaldane in 24th, uh, and kicking off, uh, making the, making the cut and sitting in 19th at his very first Bassmaster Elite tournament. Uh, we've talked to him a few times, our buddy Matty Wong. So, uh, great job, Matty, and, uh, tough day yesterday for him. He had a big bag on day one, 1913, uh, backed up just two for, uh, like 612. So tough, uh, little tougher, little tougher run for Matty. A lot of you headed to Lake Shasta for tomorrow. Uh, the Phil's Props Tournament going on. That one's going to be a lot of fun to kind of keep an eye on as well. That one, uh, uh, they've been drawing big fields up there, so that should be fun. It's definitely uh, definitely warming up, so we should definitely see uh, uh, pretty good fishing, I think, up at Lake Shasta. Should be anyway, so that one's going to be um, a lot of fun to watch. I think we better dive off into our first set of breaks. We have a lot to talk about today. We get to hang out with Randy here back catching at 12-14, and you'll hear just how much that is over my personal best bass stick around guys ultimate bass with kent brown we'll be right back you know that strike king makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on all with kvd's name and picture on them but did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights slither rigs hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year greg hackney deep water football jigs top water frogs and the rage tail line of plastics weightless baits like the ocho and tubes trailers and chunks Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish-catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Lorenz is the leader in marine electronics, design, and manufacturing. And their new HDS Live Series with active imaging and GPS mapping products are cutting-edge technology and light years ahead of the competition. Lorenz offers a comprehensive range of products for your every need. From entry-level fish locators to the most sophisticated marine electronics on the market today, they're easy to use and are backed by a comprehensive advantage service program. The new live series with active imaging and 3-in-1 sonar combines Lorance Chirp with side scan and down scan imaging, allowing anglers to quickly search fish holding structures and enhances fish reveal with a higher level of clarity and target separation. Lorance products provide sportsmen with the ultimate and high performance features at competitive pricing. Clearer views, less clutter, more targets, incredible shallow and deep water performance. Lorance has it all. Check out the new HDS Live with touchscreen display and the entire line of marine electronics at your favorite dealer or on the web at Lowrance.com. Lowrance is the perfect locator for you. Looking to increase your bass fishing knowledge and keep up to date with everything going on in the bass fishing world? Then WesternBass.com is your online source that will keep you in the middle of the fishing action, not just a forum. WesternBass.com offers an online magazine complete with fish catching tips in every article, video, photos, and special prices from advertisers every week. WesternBass.com hosts a free classified section to help you move that boat or extra tackle or find a fishing treasure tournament pages that notify you of upcoming tournaments and recent results you may already be a fan of westernbass.com and we invite you to explore all the links we are sure you'll find some great bass fishing information you may have been missing westernbass.com the largest bass fishing website in the west Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current lake county muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on clear lake 
quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. It's time for our weekly Clear Lake Doc Talk report. Brought to you exclusively by Canuck Dye Vista Casino. Just two hours from Sacramento or San Francisco. Canuck Dye Vista Casino is your Clear Lake fishing headquarters. With the largest marina on the lake, 90 powered boat slips, 80 hotel rooms overlooking the lake, affordable bass angler rates all year, free launch ramp, wireless internet, and for you RV owners, there's a 74-space park right next to the casino. Launch your boat, put it in a free-powered slip, and enjoy the night action in the casino offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar and now it's time for doc talk it is time for doc talk clear like starting to warm up a little bit warm weather over there uh for the past gosh several weeks and uh starting to starting to make things pop over there a few uh a few anglers really on them a lot of tournaments coming up um there's so much happening over there between now and the end of april um, not to mention, you know, got to keep an eye on. They've got the uh, the chamber tournament coming back in March as well. Um, ABA is helping put that one on. So that one uh, should be uh, a pretty decent tournament. Should uh, be a lot of fun to watch. Is in the off limits of the Wild West Bass Trail Pro-Am, though. So it might affect uh, a few of you over there. But uh, just got to keep an eye on that. But a lot of Clear Lake tournaments coming up. Got to make sure that, uh, that your schedule, you know what your off limits are for uh, particular events. That you might be going over there and fishing, but um, you got the Chamber Tournament. Wild West Bass Trail is going to have their Pro-Am. New Gen's kicking off March with their Pro-Ams. Uh, One Bass, the California Open in April, and the MLF Toyota Series is going to be there uh, the end of April. So, so much going on over at Clear Lake. It's time to uh, to book up some rooms, time to book up, uh, you know, those Airbnbs, boat slips, all that other fun stuff if you're headed over to Clear Lake. Uh, keep in mind, too, uh, what uh, side of the lake that they're going out of. Launch ramps are open, although still a little shallow in some places. Uh, tentatively, I think uh, the Toyota Series is going to be going out of Red Bud. So uh, everybody else pretty much across the board, I think, uh, going out of, uh, out of Lakeport. But just as you're making your plans, be aware. Uh, tentatively, as I knew it this week, uh, unless something changes, the MLF Toyota Series going out of Redbud, so keep an eye on all of that. So Clear Lake, place to be the next couple of months. Bassmaster Magazine rated Clear Lake as one of the top ten bass lakes in the country. You can enjoy great fishing and stay right on the lake at Canocti Vista Casino. With everything you need to make your stay enjoyable, all you have to worry about is catching fish. Whether you're fishing a major tournament, club derby, or just a weekend away, make Clear Lake and Canocti Vista Casino your next bass fishing destination. For information and reservations, check out canocti-vista-casino.com. Remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. 
And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, like I told you, the one bass, Arizona Open, wrapped up uh, yesterday in uh, a shortened event. They lost the second day of the tournament. Uh, Joe Uribe Jr. winding up on top of that one uh, with big lead, 41 uh, 04 to 32.97. This guy in second, always having, uh, always managing to catch him, uh, over at Havasu. And, uh, I thought, man, let's, uh, let's grab him. I know it's tough to finish second, uh, over there. We still got a pretty good payday, picked up some contingency money, all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, our old buddy Jordan Collum joins us this morning. What's going on, buddy? Heck yeah. Good morning, Kent. Thank you very much. I'm sure you really wanted to wake up early this morning after fishing for uh, a week, right? Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm not used to it. <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> you are used to it. You are used to it. Are you uh, are you headed back on Havasu today for a little revenge? What are you doing? Right now, as we speak, I'm on my way to go get coffee. To go and get. I am taking a break from the water. <laughs> oh, that a boy. That a boy. Man, you know, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't think Joe winning was a big surprise to any of us, but you held out really well. Uh, watching the weigh-in yesterday on stage and uh, watching you in the hot seat for a long period of time. And uh, you led the tournament pretty much throughout the whole weigh-in, knowing full well that Joe was probably got him. Yeah, I saw him in the parking lot. We were both in the first night. I knew he was I knew he was waiting, so I wasn't worried. Um, um, the only thing that's a little bummer is the, the two-day tournament. Um, man, I just I started to figure him out. And yeah. I wish I had a third day. I'm not saying I would have won, but I wish I had a third day because, um, yeah, that, this place is brutal right now. And yeah, yeah some, some really good, some really good fishermen, uh, blanking. You don't have me on speaker, do you? No. Okay, good. Uh, some really good fishermen, uh, you know, having rough tournaments, weighing, weighing, you know, one fish, two fish. Uh, and, and not, you know, not seeing some of the, the, the regular like Havasu hammers. Uh, the guys that really dominate over it, like Havasu, you know, not catch a limit really tells you how tough, uh, you know, fishing is over there. And, and, you know, Mark Williams, uh, you know, not, uh, you know, not having the best of tournaments over there. Several of those guys that were, uh, you know, that you kind of follow along and, and watch when a tournament comes to Havasu, Sean Bailey, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Klinger, all those guys, those guys had some tough, tough tournaments over there. Yeah, by far, I think Joe, obviously, Joe is the king of the lake. I could not catch a limit in the lake. I had to go run and pick up a couple of fish in the river every day yeah. and run back into uh, I We weighed three, three or four fish both days in the lake, but, man, I could not catch a fifth one. So I thought to him, I saw him run all over that dang lake. And, yeah, this place is uh, it's really cold right now. I, very I, un, very un Arizona like right now. Yes, junk fishing, one hundred percent. You go crank this bay, you go through a Ned rig over here. Um, wind was howling. Even the river, the river was really clear. It was just, it was just a fishing tournament. Like <laughs> I don't even know if there was a pattern. Joe was on the pattern, but I was just junk fishing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it was. Uh... Uh, you know, I think that was kind of, uh, kind of the deal. So, uh, day two being cut short, you fished USO. It seems like when you show up, maybe the wind blows, you know, the, uh, uh, <laughs> you, <laughs> you know, and you're, you're no stranger to win it on Havasu. Obviously you won the, uh, you won the Johnny Morris US Open tournament, uh, qualifier, uh, 
uh, over at uh, at Havasu uh, this last year, and uh, you're no you're no stranger to winning tournaments over there. You now last year was it last year's Arizona Open? You had another uh, good finish, didn't you? Uh, yeah, last year at the Arizona Open, I got a check. I think I finished twentieth. Um, and the year before that, you were right in right in the hunt for that one too. I think. Yeah, uh, I got second in the Toyota Series. Toyota Series, okay. Yes. So you're looking forward to the Toyota Series coming to Havasu, I'm sure. Oh yeah, I can't wait. I don't. <laughs> I I don't know if it's going to be a full blown spawn deal like it was a couple of years ago, but it might be. It's still a little cold. Right. So what was your breakdown on uh, on smallmouth to largemouth in your bag for two days? I had uh, one four-pound smallmouth on the first day, and the rest were all largemouth. All largemouth. Kind of unheard of on Havasu this time of year, isn't it? I mean, usually usually those smallmouth are mixed throughout the bags. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the bigger a lot of the bigger four- and five-pounders you saw weighing in were smallmouth. Right. Um Obviously, a lot of big largemouth, too. But my buddy Rick Grover gave me some awesome piece of advice from Roy Hawk. And he told me, never leave the bowl and <laughs> never fish deeper than 15 feet. So, so the, bowl, the bowl is that lower area down around the launch ramp, uh, that all that area, correct? Yes. If you can't see the, you know, I mean, I've talked to so many guys that fish Havasu a lot and do really good. Say so if you can't, if you can't see the mouth of uh, of the, you know, London Bridge Canal, uh, you're you're in the wrong spot. You need to be able to see that canal from either side, no matter where you're fishing. But you need to be able to see that. So, probably pretty good advice. Yeah, I, I'm glad I'm glad you shared that with me because I had it in my head the whole tournament. <laughs> well, you know, the funny part I think for a lot of folks who get to like Havasu, maybe they go, maybe they fish Clear Lake, maybe they fish, you know. Wherever, you know, the Delta, I think one of the biggest adjustments at, at Lake Havasu is a damn man-made structure. That stuff looks like a bad Caltrans project and, uh, it's, it's everywhere. Yes. The man-made structure is everywhere. And what's really cool is with electronics being so nice now, you can tell, well, what's what? So there's brush piles, there's different kinds of habitat, there's different types of, called cages. Cages, yeah. So there's, there's there's big ones. Um, there's ones that have plastic mesh around them. And you drive around, and once you start getting bit in a certain kind, you get to pattern what type of cage they're in. And that was really helpful for me catching a couple of fish this week. So for our listeners that have never been to Lake Havasu, it's habitat that's sunk in the lake. And it can be from, you know, five, three or four, five foot of water uh, down to down to 30 or 40 foot of water. I mean, they, they have them all over the place. And they've built these cages with uh, that orange mesh netting material that you see along highways uh, during during road construction and uh, and PVC pipe, uh, and they've yep. sunk them in the lake, and it, it gives the the fish somewhere to hide and the you know bait fish and everything else. But uh, so when you know you start talking about cages and and everyone's like, oh, ooh, that sounds suspicious, but uh, no, that's what they they look like a they look like a dog kennel for the most part. Yes, uh, exactly. Sunk in the lake, so yeah, it's a. It's uh, but you know, for the for for your first trip to Lake Havasu, if you're going for the first time, just plan on losing a whole bunch of tackle in them damn things because <laughs> they, they they'll they'll eat up anything with a treble hook. Yes, I have to tell you a one in a million, well, one in a billion story. I'm I'm almost more excited on this than catching a bass yesterday. I caught my crankbait with the hooks that I snagged on the first day 
on the second day. I hit I, I hit one of those habitats, and I was like, oh, my bait's fouled. And I reeled it in, and I caught my crankbait that I had lost nice. the first day. Nice. Got it back. That never happens. <laughs> never in a million years. How, what are the chances? No, a new lure retriever. That's awesome. So. <laughs> Uh, man, that's a, that's a fun one. So as we get, uh, as we get a little farther into, um, if, as we get a little farther into, uh, the, uh, the MLF Toyota series coming, uh, the, uh, the end of the month, that one's, that one's going to be, or the first week of March, it's going to be an interesting event to watch. I know we're going to be, uh, we're going to be talking to the new tournament director here a little later in the show, Alan Gray from, uh, Major League Fishing. He's going to be our new, uh, new tournament director from the, for the Toyota series out here in the West. So, um, should be a lot of fun. I know they're looking to uh, get some folks signed up and it looks like right now signups are going pretty good. Um, obviously not what they're doing in other parts of the country, but they're, they're getting some, some folks signed up. That's good. Did you just lose a race or what? <laughs> yeah. Some guys out there just getting it <laughs> yeah let me tell you what there's there's more money in that town of lake havasu that just runs around in sports cars and boats with and fast boats four and five 450 race motors and uh yeah that place is uh the, that place bleeds money over there at havasu doesn't it 100 percent. yeah yeah it's uh it's pretty crazy so that one's uh that one's gonna be fun well buddy it was uh it was cool to hook up with you man great to see you have another great tournament over there uh, would have, would have loved to see you in the winter circle. I, 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 I felt like it wasn't going to happen the whole time too, when they were holding Joe back and, uh, the kind of fish he'd been catching. But you know what? When, you know, you had 3297, Joe had 4104. Wouldn't you rather lose by pounds than ounces? Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. Not even once did I think, oh man, that was close. I was like, oh yeah, he blew me out of the water. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. I felt good to have second. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. I'm glad I got second. He beat me by 10 pounds. Yeah. (laughs) I know. He beat me by 10 pounds. It's like Joe got to fish day two and nobody else did. So, uh, I know, right? Yeah. I know, right? Yeah, I know. That was, that was pretty tough. So tell me, is the mullet still around? (sighs) The mullet, the mullet is not, I do not have a mullet. I, I cut it off. Okay. But upon popular demand, I'm, Growing another one. You're growing so. another mullet. Okay, well, you know, the mullet brought you a lot of luck. Now you should be a little torn. You shaved the mullet off. You're in second. You had the mullet. You won. So maybe there's a little something to it now, you know? I, I think it's a science. Yeah, it could be. It could be. So, man, always fun. One of the, one of the young guns, man, one of, uh, one of the guys to watch. If you follow Western fishing, uh, out here at all, you follow the young anglers that are, uh, that are trying to make a name for themselves out here. Uh, and doing a great job of it. Jordan Collins, one of them. Keep an eye on this guy. And, uh, he's fishing the, uh, fishing the major league fishing stuff. He'll be at a bunch of the one bass tournaments. Are you coming to Clear Lake? Yep. I'll be at Clear Lake. You'll be, you'll be at Clear Lake the whole month of April, pretty much. Yep. Two or three weeks, right? Yeah. yeah. So it should be fun. I might as well just get a house there. You might as well. You might as well. Let's do that. <laughs> always, uh, always fun, buddy. And, uh, you know, hey, second, second ain't bad. There's a whole bunch of guys that are way down that list would have taken a second. So it was, uh, it was a good event for you. And, and, uh, heck, you picked up some, uh, Ranger Cup contingency money. So a little, uh, yeah, 500 bucks is 500 bucks, right? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. And. What a nice, what a nice guy that ranger rep must be to make sure and call you and make sure you're, you're, you know, you're signed up for 2022 before the tournament starts. Cause you know, you that know? guy is a very selfless, kind, 
Time to, I think I owe him dinner. I think you do owe him dinner and a, an adult beverage if you're old enough to buy them, and I'm unsure of that even. So, Jordan Cullen, buddy, always fun to hook up with you. We'll talk soon, and, uh, and proud of you, man. Great job. Thanks, Ken. I appreciate it. You got it. Always fun we get to hook up with the guys that are uh, such a passion to fish and get out there and go and having fun, and, and, and that's the cool part. So stick around, guys. we got an old guy that was catching biggins this week. Stick around. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County Mussel sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive mussel prevention and boat inspection at nomussels.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Still building legends, one at a time. Ranger Boats and Gone Fish and Marine invite you to take a closer look at the entire line of Ranger Boats. Explore the waters in one of the new RT series of aluminum boats or take the helm of one of the newly redesigned Deep V aluminum series. Of course, all the top pros are chasing their next limit of bass from one of Ranger's legendary models, ranging in size from the new Z175 to the Ranger Cup Z521 Comanche. And families, don't forget the ever-popular Rieta series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Rieta pontoon line gone fish and marine in dixon online at gfmarine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com are you looking for something different than what every other angler is using on your favorite lake are you into 100 all american handmade wooden swim baits crank baits lipless baits wake and walk the dog baits do you like using big baits and catching big fish if so, then check out the Ketchup Carol Bait Company's line of custom handmade baits at KetchupCarolBaits.com or at Tackle Warehouse. Wondering if these baits really work? Check out Rich's YouTube videos and watch what his baits do on Spring Lake in Santa Rosa, where all his testing is done. Hey, Randy Pringle and the crew at the Best Bass Tournaments are ready for you guys. Uh, the Northern Region is kicking off Lake Berryessa February 26th. It's time get out in the sunshine and do a little pre-fishing they've got a great lineup of tournaments coming uh the delta wine region is going to be there at barriessa march the 12th it's been a long time since we've had tournaments at barriessa the motherlode region uh this will be a slugfest march 19th at new maloney's that should be fishing really well by then as well so make sure that you're getting in on these first few events to qualify for that twenty thousand dollar payback at the toc at the best bass tournaments get all the info bestbasstournaments.com And now, back to Ultimate Bats with Kent Brown. I know how hard it is to get this guy. I don't know how much, as a bass angler, he, I don't know how much of a morning person he is when he doesn't have to get in the big blue boat and go fishing. But uh, we drug him out this morning just because we couldn't have done it with uh, without talking to him. Man, if you watch Major League Fishing and you watch the Bass Pro Tour live uh this week you were excited for this guy and uh and, and a lot of big bass coming to the Hal household uh but the 12 pound 14 ounce fish new record in the uh bass pro tour major league fishing our old buddy randy howell you know we normally just talk to you when you're trying to sell a boat to us uh or give uh, a boat or give, give a, a boat, boat to that's us right. Yeah. that's right yeah that's right man it's uh, exciting having, having something like this to talk about man i'll tell you what it's uh and I am I am a pretty good morning person. I just have to get my throat woken up after I get up in the morning, especially after a day like yesterday where I talked about eight hours. 
yeah. about catching these fish for to all the media people. And then I told you yesterday, it was almost like winning the Classic again back in the old days, man, with all the uh, exposure it's gotten. And it's just really been cool. What a blessing. Yeah. Hey, buddy, do you have us on speaker? Uh, no, I got you on my ears. Oh, uh, see, if you can, uh, see if you can find your phone. If you can, we might have a little better connection. Uh, it sounds that, like that better, much, better like that. Much better. Okay. Sounds like Randy Howe. Yeah. So Sorry about that. The other guy sounded like Randy Howe working at Jack in the Box. That's weird. Taking your order. <laughs> My AirPods there. Usually they're pretty clear, but I don't know why. Maybe not. Okay, I'm good. Ah, you're awesome. Yeah, what excitement was, uh, was watching you catch. You know, the 1011 was, that was cool, right? That was a cool fish to mm-hmm. watch you catch. Dude, that twelve fourteen when it came to the surface in front of your boat looked <laughs> looked like you had a Florida manatee hooked for a minute. Gosh, I know it was unbelievable. I, I it's so I'm so excited that I not only had the you know the real camera guy in the boat filming it, but he missed the first little blip. He was actually down there changing the battery in the camera. At the one moment, I finally get a bite, <laughs> and uh, and thankfully my GoPro on the yellow stick pole was running there. And it captured it, so they took some of the footage from that and are putting it with their footage for the show. And but it, it showed, and I, I don't think I've posted that yet. It'll be y'all be watching for that on my social media. But it'll uh, show when I set the hook and the fish comes, and the fish actually came up and jumped and all didn't almost made it out of the water. And uh, and thankfully I I had him on Ish's big Ish's big uh, flipping rod, and I I pulled him. Around and never let her get down in the bur- in the brush because there was a lot of just stick ups everywhere in that shallow flat I was in and thankfully kept her on top of the water wallowing around until I got my hands on her and I, I didn't I can't even imagine how big she was I just knew she was way bigger than that ten pounder I had caught the day before <laughs> which was crazy because you know I don't I never I mean I haven't caught but like five or six ten ten plus pounders in my whole life career. So when you get a fish like that, you can't just judge it that well, you know. Yeah. But, but what what an amazing experience it was to 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 have that day, but to have two days in a row like that, it's just unbelievable. And MDJ said he saw you through the bushes <clears throat> catch it. Yeah, that's who I was hollering at, you know, and that's why I was so excited. I was actually talking to him. He was he was probably he was only about a, not even a hundred yards away or seventy five yards away, and I was on one side of this island, and he was on the other side. And we were talking about how tough it was and all that. And all of a sudden, I said the hook and all pandemonium breaks out and uh, get it out. And he's looking over there. And he said, he said, how big is that? And I said, man, it's over 10 pounds. You can hear my voice was like higher than it's ever been. I sound like a little girl hollering the whole time. I was so fired up. So uh, that's the cool thing about catching a big fish. It just turns you into a kid again because that's what we live for. That's what we do it for every day, you know, is to get that that feeling and that memory of a lifetime like that. It, yeah, it absolutely is. So let's talk about personal bests. Um, Laker Howell, who we're all super proud of, great tournament in Florida a couple of weeks ago. Your oldest son, uh, yeah. he kind of he kind of took over the uh, Howell family big fish spot uh, for about a week. Yeah, not even a week, I don't think. <laughs> The Laker, Laker caught like an 11 and a half pound fish, uh, this week and his new personal best and first one over 10 pounds. His buddy also catches one, what, over 10 in the boat with him. And then, uh, and then you, you kind of had to go straighten them all out. Now, Lakers, Laker kind of gave you a hard time. You told me when, you know, you caught the, when you caught the 10 pounder that his was still bigger than yours. 
Yeah, that's what was so funny about it. You know, the, he was all excited for me that night after I caught the 10-pounder. And that night we were talking before I went to bed. And he was saying, man, that, so the last thing he said was, man, Dad, I'm, it's so awesome you caught one that big. He said, but I still got one bigger. <laughs> he kind of laughed. I said, I said, yeah, buddy, that's good. You probably, I probably won't ever catch one bigger than 11 and a half pounds. That's huge. And he was like, yeah, it's going to be cool finally beating you at something and having having some record you don't have. Ah, and he laughed. So I just let him play on with it. And then all of a sudden, less than 24 hours, boom, <laughs> this happened. So it was I, awesome. We all knew you were fishing, so I think the rest of us just blew Laker up at, at that point in time when you caught that big one. So. <laughs> That's what made it even better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all all the Lakers surrogate uncles from across the country went, dude. Uh, that was that was pretty good, man. So, uh, great way to get the year started. You uh, you had some health issues last year, getting sick and stuff. So, uh, pretty yeah. pretty good way to get the year started. Yeah, that's for sure. I, you know, last year was such a challenging year with all kinds of craziness and. Uh, just not a good year at all. So I was glad to put that behind me, and and I really wanted to get a good year started, and decided to go ahead and fish the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit this year, as well as the Bass Pro Tour, just to get back out there on the water and keep myself in the flow, and kind of get back into making good decisions and doing the right things. You know that that Triton Mercury we gave away for King's Home only had 89 hours on it, yeah. um, and. Robin said, you know, you can't be call yourself a professional bass fisherman when you only have 89 hours on your motor. But, <laughs> so you no, I was on the trolling motor a lot more. You know, I was on the trolling motor a lot more last year than normal. But so let's talk about, let's talk about the, these good luck boats you got going out there. Both you and Laker, uh, one of the first ones in the country. I, obviously Bradley Roy was the first guy to win a tournament, I think, in one, uh, the new 21. Uh, XRT Triton and, uh, pretty cool to, to, uh, to see that boat on the water. And, uh, you were, you and Bradley were the first ones to get those boats. Yeah, I got mine, uh, like two, well, I guess three weeks ago, right before I went to Rayburn. And it was real, just a really, man, it's an awesome boat. And I, I had such a good time fishing out of it. And the width of it, the, you know, it's seven inches wider. It just gave us so much more room, uh, especially in that format where I had a six, about that guy was like six foot seven or six foot eight. That's the biggest camera guy in the country that I had in the boat with me. And, uh, him and my boat official, and we just have plenty of room to move around the floorboard and then jump up there and run with all three of us and all that weight. We're still running like 67 to 68 miles an hour with three people in that boat. So two people tournament loaded without the, with just the boat official and all, I was running 72, 73 miles an hour. So it's fast, like the old Tritons of the, the day that me and you kind of grew up with. And, yeah. you know, the performance is, is strong and, and we got all that space and fishability and a uh, good rough water ride. So XRT is an awesome boat and it's been good luck now for me, Laker and Bradley Roy for sure. It definitely has, uh, definitely has raised the bar. Now, uh, you know, if you guys could keep that up, it ought to help boat sales because, uh, I would have to think a lot of folks would be going, man, better get one of those. Those boats are pretty lucky. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth, man. I'm, I'm wondering myself now. It's making me feel good about it as well. Exactly. Exactly. So I got to ask you, you're running, uh, you're running forward facing sonar in your boat, correct? Yeah, I am. So you're running, which unit are you running? I'm a Lowrance active target. Active target yeah. with Lowrance. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, this is kind of a deal that a lot of the old guys are a little afraid of because they're, 
maybe it's too techy, too much technology. <laughs> how how easy is it? Man, it, it is so easy, and I tell you, that was one of the things that I, you know, I'm I'm 48 now, so I'm not I'm not one of the young guns, but I'm not quite one of the older guys yet. So I'm kind of in that in between, you know, stage. And yeah. one of the things I've always uh, admired about Rick Clun, you know, growing up and Clun being in his 70s and still competing, is that you got to keep an open mind and you got to grow and you got to keep learning and never never have a closed mind or say man I'm I'm too old to learn how to do that you got to learn that technology and so my I'm a I'm a student of the game all the way around so I really tried hard to learn it all last year and then it's helpful when you got a son like Laker that's you know a 20 year old kid that you know thrives on that stuff and he's a guide here on Gunnersville he actually does trips for electronics teaching people how to use them so he set mine up and really helped me learn mine easier and i'm telling you even last week the lack of target was totally responsible for me making it past the first round because i caught all of my fish at darbon on livingston jerk bait suspended in little creek mouths that they were like 12 to 14 feet deep sitting over 25 deep timber uh, 25 feet deep timber and i if i hadn't seen those fish and really didn't know if they were bass or not until i let my jerk bait keep sinking down there and getting in them. Then you'd see them start falling, and all of a sudden, boom, I catch a couple two-and-a-half-pounders, and then I catch a four-nine that last day that really put me in that knockout round. And unbelievable. Never would have thought bass were there had I not seen them on that active target. Yeah, and, you know, if you if you watch the coverage of, of uh, what Jacob Wheeler did with uh, with Active Target, for sure, was uh, was pretty impressive that day. And, and, you know, multiple other pros that were keeping an eye uh, on the active target units and, and, you know, I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a little group of, uh, of folks across the country that think that, uh, once again, it's a, it's a product that should be banned. And, uh, and I, I just kind of laugh about it. It's kind of like Alabama rigs, you know, it's, it's a tool. It's a tool. And if you learn how to use it, great. If you don't, you know, uh, and, and, you know, when you got in the bushes, you guys weren't really keying on active target too much, I don't believe. But, uh, no, not at all, and you know, and that's why, <clears throat> and I think uh, <clears throat> that's why with so many guys you see, you know, a lot of the middle or older school guys, I think, did better in yeah. that Louisiana event versus uh, some of the other places because it wasn't as much of an electronics tournament. So it's good to go back and forth and have those events where you fish off of old school and instinct ways versus uh, straight by the electronics. But uh, at the same time, it is it is a technology and a tool, and it's really awesome to learn and uh, to watch. And definitely doesn't need to be banned; it just needs to be, you know, embraced and learned. And that's what everybody's got to do. And it just makes us all better. Yeah, exactly. And and uh, so you let out a. I think it was a secret. You you let something out uh, that I saw you do in the boat after you caught the 1214, you put on a new Yamamoto Senko, black, blue Yamamoto Senko, what you caught that big bass uh-huh. on, but uh-huh. you, but you, you push the salt out of the Senko to the surface of the bait. Uh, yeah. and you said it reflects more light and flashes <clears throat> a little more. If that salt's pushed out, is that, did you do that by mistake or, uh, did you, did you let that little, little bit out? I never heard that. So, <clears throat> Now, I, I tell I tell that you know every chance I get in seminars and things like that because it's really a an easy way to make your bait more effective I think and I do it more 
with green pumpkin colors. You know, most of the green pumpkin Cinco's, I use green pumpkin, purple green, purple copper, red flake, whatever. I usually use some kind of green pumpkin, and it's really good when you when you rub that with your thumb, finger, and just kind of squeeze it and scrape it up. And it's kind of like if you think about it, when you this is how I learned this. When I caught a fish years ago, one of the first years on a Cinco, and the teeth scrape, the bass's teeth scrape that Cinco, and it turns it kind of milky, chalky looking, kind right. of looks... You know, it just—I say swampy looking. It kind of looks more like a creature versus a shiny piece of plastic. And my, when I saw that, I thought, man, that looks really good. So I started scratching it up and seeing, and sure enough, it totally changes the look of it in the water. And on that black blue laminate, that blue—it turns that blue from a dark to almost a powder blue, and just has a little flash to it. And I really like that in the dirty water with the sunshine. And so it's just a neat little thing from all the years we put in on the water that help somebody catch more fish save you a little time from learning it on your own <laughs> yeah it was a, it was a great tip well buddy uh it was an exciting week to it was an exciting week to see laker catch his fish uh it was an exciting week to see you catch back-to-back major league fishing you know record fish and uh you know they were all talking about your 10 pounder could be broke so you just moved the bar a little <laughs> bit higher which was cool uh yeah. and, and you know who knows it may only last until next week when you guys get to lake fork yeah, I know. You know, I'm the ten, eleven. I really would have thought it would be threatened easily at Lake Fork, especially. Um, but then twelve, fourteen is like holy cow! That's a exclamation point there. That's what I'm like. I don't know. I don't know that. You know, that could possibly stand for you know a lot, a lot of years because you know that, that's just an unbelievable. You know, what a lot of people would say a lot, unbelievable lucky catch that you know you just don't they don't you don't see that very often, and so I'm. I feel pretty pretty good about it staying around for a while. I'm excited. I'll leave, I'll have my name on one little one record, only record that Jacob Wheeler doesn't have. So that's pretty good. <laughs> well, you know what? And, and the worst part was is I had to admit to you yesterday that mm-hmm. you kind of beat my personal best. I know, and I hated to hear that. You know, by one ounce, <laughs> by one, one ounce. ounce, yeah. And you're, but but you caught yours back in the day that that um, you didn't have all those bells and whistles. So your no. yours is probably a little bit more. Nineteen eighty three, there more. were nineteen eighty three, there were no bells, no whistles, buddy. No bells, no <laughs> I whistles. Remember. Yeah, yeah, I was ten years old, man. I was Thanks. just starting Thanks, to dream about being a bass pro. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. Appreciate it, buddy. Now we have to let Randy Howell go. Uh, where's the best place for folks to follow along? Uh, follow us at Randy Howell Fishing on Instagram and Facebook. We're putting Robin's in there working right now, putting all the videos from the GoPro up, showing all the fish catches. So we got a lot of cool stuff coming. So y'all follow us on there. And as as always, we appreciate all you guys out west for supporting the King's Home Boat Giveaway every year. And uh, thank you, Kent, for having me on and sharing this excitement with me, man. I appreciate you. Always, buddy. Appreciate you. Uh, we'll see you and Robin soon. Uh, Randy Howe, guys, always fun to catch up with him. I think it's time we jump into a break. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back. You know that Strike King makes a whole line of sexy crankbaits and some of the best spinner baits you can tie on, all with KVD's name and picture on them. But did you know they make tungsten punching weights and drop shot weights? Slither rigs, hack attack flipping jigs from former angler of the year Greg Hackney, deep water football jigs, top water frogs, and the rage tail line of plastics, weightless baits like the Ocho and tubes, trailers and chunks. 
Check out the full line of Strike King baits online at StrikeKing.com and see for yourself all the fish catching stuff you didn't know Strike King made and your buddies weren't going to tell you about. Are you spending another weekend watching Zona, Van Dam, and the Major League Fishing Pros swinging fish after fish into their nitro boats? It's time to let Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon move you off the couch and onto the front deck of your very own nitro or tracker bass boat. Gone Fishing Marine carries a full line of mercury-powered tracker aluminum and nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine. 1880 North Lincoln and Dixon is your authorized tracker, nitro, Tahoe, and sun tracker dealer. Boaters, remember to have your boat inspected and to display a current Lake County muscle sticker as proof of screening before launching on Clear Lake. Quagga and zebra mussels can spread unseen in water, on weeds, or on your boat and trailer. Always clean, drain, and dry your boat. Get more information about invasive muscle prevention and boat inspection at nomuscles.com. This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways. Hey, you hearing about all these big fish, all these new techniques? Well, one of the best places to learn about them is Bass Angler Magazine. If you're not a subscriber, you need to be. Mark Lassane and the crew do a great job following the anglers throughout the West and across the country as they compete on the national tours. For about 20 bucks a year, you can get all four copies sent right to your mailbox or you can get a digital copy as well so check it out when you subscribe use the code radio in all caps and uh, get that discount at bassanglermag.com get bass angler magazine coming to your mailbox and put more fish in the live well and now back to ultimate bass with kent brown oh man you know it's uh you know this is a time of year where a lot of the pros are getting new boats New electronics, new, uh, you know, new motors, all that fun stuff. And they have to start breaking things in. So, well, you know, just like that, we, uh, we have to, uh, we have to, I'm calling up a website here in front of me. Just like that, we have to break in a new tournament director this year. We have to break a new tournament director in with the Toyota series. And, uh, he's, uh, he's coming out west to run those events. Uh, we're getting to meet him for the first time. Alan Gray is our new tournament director with Major League Fishing. Good morning, Alan. Hey, hey, good morning. Man, I guess they told you about having to do West Coast radio, right? Uh, they did. Good. And, um, I was looking forward to it. <laughs> well, I tell you what, you were, you weren't on hold yet, but, um, we had Jordan Cullum on and, uh, and Jordan just finished second over at the One Bass Arizona Open, and he was talking about how he can't wait for the Toyota Series because it's going to be a couple weeks from now, and uh, it's going to be a lot better, and, and fishing should be really, really good over there. I'm looking forward to getting out there. Uh, of course, yeah, the first one at Havasu. Uh, as a kid, I grew up fishing. Uh, I never dreamt I'd be in the fishing industry, <laughs> but uh, lakes like Clear Lake and the, uh, the Cal Delta and Havasu, um, are places that when you live out west or out east, I'm sorry, you, you dream of going. So yeah. now I get to go and be the guy that stands there with a the microphone and pushes a button and, and watches these weights come across the scales. I'm extremely excited. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. A great schedule this year for the, uh, the Western Division, obviously. Um, three events here in the West, kicking off Lake Havasu. And that one's going to be, 
uh, that was going to be in March, and uh, and that tournament's always a, a fun time to uh, uh, to be in the sun, you know, to be down at Lake Havasu. That's kind of a uh, kind of the cool part is everybody gets to to get down there March third through the fifth, and uh, and that will kick off the year. We're going to be back at uh, at uh, Clear Lake in April, and then uh, and then the Delta in the fall. So it will definitely be uh, three great events before the No Entry Fee Championship. So how are signups going for Havasu? I know that. Uh, anglers always want to sign up late, man. They always want to be, uh, wait till the last minute. And that's kind of something that you'll pull your hair out out West. If you can figure out how to fix that, you'll really have it figured out. I tell you, that was one of the first things I did when, uh, I got the opportunity to be the Toyota series Western tournament director is I went back and of course I look at the numbers, uh, Uh, you know, two years ago or three years ago, we had 154 boats at the first tournament. And then a, a couple of years ago with the pandemic and everything else, we all know where the numbers went there. Right. So I got a little nervous on the numbers that were signing up. And, and I looked and I, I looked at the time and date of entry that people typically signed up out West. And, and you're right. I thought, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So I can I can send text messages and make phone calls, which I have. I've talked to dozens and dozens and dozens of West Coast anglers. Um sent out a text message blast just introducing myself about a week or two ago, which I've got a overwhelming positive response from but yes you're right it, when i looked at those time and date of entries i did notice that most of the anglers will sign up 10 days before the tournament um right. two weeks before the tournament so they're really starting to come in so the good thing is is we're i wouldn't say in a great spot but we're sitting almost where we fished last year without that last-minute surge that we know is coming. Exactly right. I'm sure you'll be looking down that list of the top finishers from the One Bass Tournament this week, calling some guys who got a new paycheck in their pocket uh, from Havasu that think they can go do it again. Exactly. You know, again, as a tournament angler before I became a tournament director, we all want to fish when we're hot. When the iron's hot, we got to get them in. When we start to pass fish and we get on fish, we feel untouchable. So, yeah, obviously I'll be uh, in touch with those guys that are on a hot streak and say, hey, why end it? Yeah, you know, let's, let's, go. Let's, let's, end this thing. let's show up. Well, I know that you can get signed up uh, giving the ladies a call back there uh, on uh, on Monday at uh, at the Major League Fishing Headquarters, uh, and that's uh, that's still area code 270-252-1000, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct, yes. Uh-huh. And you know what? We have a great app, and we have a great website, but – there's nothing like calling those ladies at the office. They bend over backwards. And I promise you, if I was entering online, it'd take me 20 minutes. Exactly. It would take you two minutes to call those ladies. They're so good at what they do. And uh, it makes it just so easier. I, trust me. They yeah. get all your information, uh, all the info that you need. And they're going to set you up right. And, and they're and they're good. They're yeah. amazing. Exactly. Alan Gray, guys, he's our new tournament director at Lake Havasu. You can reach out to him as well uh, through Major League Fishing if you have any questions. You know, they just raised the they just raised the limit I saw for Lake Gunnersville's Toyota Series to allow 320 boats to sign up for uh-huh. that event. And we have got to we've got to support. Uh, and get some folks fishing these Toyota Series events in the West before uh, Major League Fishing is forced to have to make this, those unfriendly decisions uh, to not hold 60 boat fields when they can go hold 320 somewhere. So uh, we have to support it. It's a great circuit. It's a national circuit, um, and uh, and it's uh, it's been here a long time through the Operation Bass days. Uh, we've had Western support. So we would definitely want to continue to see that. Get signed up. Come into uh, Lake Havasu. 
March third through the fifth. What do you got? What do you got for us in the as you as you part, buddy? I'm sorry. Say that again. What, I lost you. There. What 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 else do you have for us as uh, as we wrap up and and are running out of time? But uh, what what else do you have for us? Well, you know, Chris Jones. Back when I worked in our customer service, department, show me your two biggest bass. Wow! Right? Wow! That's right. Sorry, that's right. Jones. That's my man, Chris. Um, <laughs> that's my man, Chris. But We're making radio out. here, folks. We're making radio. It's a it's a TV making moment. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, and he's amazing. Um, but I sat there in customer service because that's where I started with the company, and I watched his weigh-ins, and I watched his relationship with the guys out west. Yeah. And I know the guys out west love Chris Jones, and they loved Ron Lappin, and yes. of course they love Mark McClaw. I'm hoping that the excitement and the energy that I can bring um, to the West Coast will relate to what Chris Jones has. I trust you. Not that his stage I- presence – but just the relationship that he has with the anglers, I, I I will work my butt off to get that back and bring the anglers back and make this a trail that's comparable to like what you said. You got, got it. Show. You got it. Guys, get signed up. Alan Gray, Major League Fishing, the Toyota Series, coming to Lake Havasu. Thanks, Alan. Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. <laughs> we'll be right back. What's up, Big Daddy? Todd Woods, FLW Coaster Pro, checking in. If you're looking for a review of your insurance from bass boat to business, look no further than Ben Green Insurance Agency. Ben is a friend of mine and takes quality care of all my insurance needs. Give him a call. The number is 626-290-0888. Or check him out on the web at www.bengreenins.com. That's Ben Green Insurance, 626-290-0888. Ben Green Insurance. Don't miss a single show. Ultimate Bass is now broadcasting live streaming audio at saps.com and ultimatebassradio.com. And all the shows are archived there and at westernbass.com as well. Now you can listen to new or past shows on the Internet or download them to your iPod or MP3 player for listening whenever and wherever you want. Listen to us live on the Internet anywhere in the world with our new high-definition digital sound. Ultimate Bass, Saturday mornings from 5 to 6. Now there's no reason to miss a single show hey guys i had the opportunity it was time for a new truck the good part about being involved with the thompson family group of dealerships up in placerville was i had options you know for the last 12 years they've had me in one of their toyota tundras now they just kind of drug me across the freeway and uh, put me in one of the brand new all new 2019 1500 gmc sierras so if you're in the market for a new tow vehicle commute vehicle Check out the Thompson family of dealerships up in Placerville, right there at the Forney Road exit. Thompson Toyota and Thompson Jeep Ram, where Marilyn even got her Jeep, right there on the right-hand side of the freeway. And over on the left-hand side, check out the new GMC Sierras at Thompson GMC in Placerville. Over 25 years, a family-owned dealership. Stop by and visit our friends at Thompson's Toyota, Thompson's Ram Jeep, and Thompson's GMC. All this word of giant fish, everybody catching big fish, tournaments, 12-pounders. Don't forget Valentine's Day on Monday, guys. I don't want to see y'all in trouble. We'll see you on the water.
From spotted bass in lakes to largemouth in the Delta, Ultimate Bass will help you catch more fish with tips and techniques from tournament pros around the world and top bass anglers from all over the West. Ultimate Bass is a production of Seps Outdoors Incorporated. Thanks for listening. Coming up next, more Seps Saturday Morning Outdoors with Sepp Hendrickson and California Sportsman.